News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now I'm joined this morning by Aon O'Riordan, Labour Education Spokesperson. And we're going to actually talk in just a moment about the idea of a Dublin waiting for teachers, Aon. I know that's what you're on about. But you heard what myself and Shane were discussing, that study that has come out of UL, uh, suggesting that there is no advantage academically whatsoever to, to single sex schools, that the only advantage really that kids have, it, it, it's all down to their background. Your view on single sex versus mixed school? Oh, I think I, I agree with what Janice says. I think they need to be phased out. Um, I've actually brought in legislation that would phase it out over 10 years for primary schools and 15 years for second level schools. The Department of Education actually hasn't given uh, sanction to a new single uh, sex school since 1998. So for the last 25 years, it has been de facto Department of Education policy to phase them out. Um, but th- look, there's, there's all these other uh, issues around single sex Education, we are a complete outlier when it comes to uh, the European context. 17% of Irish children go to single sex primary schools. One third of our second level schools are, are single gender. And that leads to restricted subject choice for some, uh, for, for girls in the main. It, 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 it makes it more difficult to deal with issues around toxic masculinity when it comes to second level and having schools that are, 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 are built around this contrivance of all one gender in 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 one building and all another gender in another. And, it doesn't. Before, it doesn't really. Before we move on, is how we would phase it out. I went to a mixed school myself, a state school, and but in it back before I ever went to it, it had been a girls' school. And at some point in the annals of time, that they, they introduced boys to the school. Boys mm. started. Is that how we would phase it out? We would start to let girls into boys' schools and boys into girls' schools. Is that how that would work? Well, like any school could in the morning change their enrolment policy and just accept both genders. It does have to be a huge process but I think in order to allow schools to go through that process and to change their um, you know the way they operate uh, you would have to give them some level of time span and second level is different because there's different I suppose dynamics when it comes to teenagers and uh, and adolescents uh, and all that and there might be a, a, a more conversations needed amongst parents bodies there parent bodies there than, than, than necessarily a primary level but I certainly think at primary level I think most people would agree um, that having separate gender yeah. schools okay. at primary level doesn't really stand up to anything. Let, let's talk about what, 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 what you're on to talk about Aon which, which is mm. the notion I suppose of what might, might be described as a Dublin waiting and I'm just calling it that because we have a London waiting for certain key workers uh, working yeah. in the but this is to do with the shortage in particular of, of teachers on the Dublin panels. It is. And look, uh, I, I wish we weren't talking about this. I wish we had, um, you know, um, we, we could come up with, with other solutions to, to this issue. But there's there's literally schools in Dublin who are who are screaming out for teachers and they're not really in a position to run their schools effectively. And what of, often happens with schools is that they are less likely to come forward and talk about it because it gives a sort of a reputational damage to the school, if you like. It gives an impression that people don't want to teach in the school. But there's a massive shortage of teachers at primary and second level in 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 Dublin. And um, it, it is happening across the country as well, but it's most acute in, in Dublin. And I suppose when you're in politics, your job is to try and find uh, solutions. So looking internationally, looking at what, what has been in effect in, in London for a hundred years now, uh, since the 1920s, they've had a waiting, um, a, a salary waiting for those uh, public servants, okay. not just teachers, um, so in we, inner and outer London. Yeah, so we, we, we would skills. have that. And, and, and what would it amount to? What, what, what are we talking about? 
Well, that would be determined by government. In in, in England, in, in London, there's a different weighting between inner and outer London. It can be a 16% increase for outer London. It could be as high as 25% within uh, the, the, the inner uh, part of London. I don't think we're talking about that. If we were talking even on the level of 5%. And these things aren't cheap, Kira. I'd be, I'd be no, I, I, I'm aware. Uh, uh, and I presume no costings have been done on this as yet because well, it, it would be quite difficult. We're, we're looking in the region and we've done our own costings and um, um, look, we're, we're still asking parliamentary questions about it. They will be in around the 21 million mark if you're talking about the number of, of teachers in Dublin. But then again, we'd have to But I would weigh presume if you, if you were to bring in a, a Dublin waiting for teachers, then there aren't nurses would want a Dublin waiting, guards would want it a probably, Dublin. It probably would follow, but I suppose you have to balance that against the cost of not having nurses available in our hospitals, not having teachers available in our schools, not yes, having guards. Yes, and, and, and no, I, I, uh, I see the argument streets. in favour. What do you think that uh, the rest of the the, the teaching profession, those who work in Roscommon or Leitrim or Galway, etc. What, what do you think that they would make of it? Well, look, I, I think we just have to make the argument as to what happened in in in, in London and happened in England and, it's, and the cost of living in other parts of the country is just cheaper. The cost of accommodation is just keep cheaper. The cost of getting a mortgage, the cost of rent is just sizably cheaper. So uh, if there is a way of keeping teachers in Dublin, which doesn't, uh, you know, amount to having a Dublin allowance, I'd love to hear it. But we're at such a crisis level now that I think we have to look at what happens internationally and compare those scenarios with our own. And I think it could be part of the solution. Look, it's a very interesting conversation and I think it's probably a good one to start. Thank you for speaking to us this morning. That is A.O. and O'Reardon there, Labour Education's spokesperson. Let us know what you think. We do have a chronic shortage of teachers and indeed other key workers in Dublin. And Dublin is more expensive than elsewhere. Is it time to do something about it? Would that put the cat among the pigeons? Let us know. 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.